0: Welcome to Beauty Unplugged, an unfiltered and uncensored podcast covering conversations you are not going to want to miss. My name is Hayley Hems, your host and super passionate skin esthetician with over a decade of experience in the health, beauty and wellness space. Each week, you'll hear mind blown interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement into your daily life to become the best version of you. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. Now let's jump into it. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on to Beauty Unplugged. Oh. Hi. <laughs> um, I know you're so busy at the moment. So thank you so much for taking some time out to join me. So for anyone who doesn't know who you are or what you do, do you just want to give them a little lowdown as to what you do? Sure, you sure. Uh, my name is Edwige
1: and I run a holistic clinic in Marylebone, London, and uh, I offer people to look around their health and their life in general and which area they might need to focus on. Now, uh, usually it's all about distressing the body, uh, and I use um, a few different disciplines, uh, but today I know we're going to talk about the colonics. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it, really.
0: <laughs> Which I think everyone's going to be fascinated by because I could listen to you for absolutely hours. We <laughs> um, don't do this one, so. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's going to be a great, great episode. It's very going to be very informative. Thank you. Um, Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So, for anyone who doesn't know what a colonic is, what is a colonic? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, it's a method used for bowels
1: cleansing. Uh, but do you know anything about its origin? No. Uh, Could no, you tell like... us a little bit about the history? Yeah, I'd like to take you through its history if you like. I mean, the, uh, many historians trace it back to the ancient Egyptians. That's to tell you how far it goes. Mm. And they would practice it in, in its more basic form that we called anima. So before okay. we go into the colonic, I can mm-hmm. give you a little background so you understand the evolution. I think it's important Absolutely. to go there. yeah Uh, so you you'd find uh, that the Egyptian medical papyrus, are dated as early as like 1500 BC long time ago. long time Uh, they showed that they used colon cleansing methods such as you know they would do things such as purgatives there's another name for laxative uh, enemas diuretics Mm -hmm. uh, even heat you know they would do steam and bloodletting to treat diverse diseases. Wow. Yes. And uh, there's fascinating history, actually, mm. about enema. And the reason behind it, um, it's use. Yeah. And <laughs> shamans <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, from ancient and primitive tribes from the Amazon, like okay. the Mayan, for example, or the Central and South American Indian tribes, they would use enema to perform uh, things like mm. magic, uh, medical rites of passage uh, in fact some surviving tribes uh, continue this traditional column cleansing practice to this day okay uh, nigerian and african tribes would also use anima to bring down mostly fevers that mm-hmm. use anima to bring down fevers or to get rid of worms you would have the greeks and the roman that would use anima for diversity of body disorders or even replace the use of laxatives. And then you go on and on and on throughout history. So further up the line, you have about 500 BC, like uh, Hippocrates and Galen, Mm -hmm. 150 BC, and they were both recognized. You must have heard of Hippocrates and Galen. they were both recognized as the founding uh, fathers of Western medicine, really. And they both practiced and prescribed the use of this therapy for preventative care. Okay. Uh, and, you know, the colon cleansing also took an important part within the terrorist training regimens. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know anything about no. terrorism? No. Could, you, is, could there's you another, Yeah. It's a philosophy. And it's also known as terrorism. And uh, this philosophy focused very much on health and longevity by living, as they would say, a simple life, mm-hmm. and having inner peace. Mm-hmm. Now, so you can see why they would use call on cleansing for inner peace, since um, the nervous system is actually directly affected by this cleansing method. And I can explain how and mm-hmm, why mm-hmm. later, if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, referring to the Deroism philosophy, it was probably around the 3rd century, and you could also find reference to methods used in the, the Yellow Emperors, classic of internal medicine. Um, now, the Yellow Emperor is just to give you a background, is the ancestor of the okay. Chinese uh, people, basically. And he's the, the guy that founded the Chinese calendar. Okay. He's the guy that's the, the, you know, the root of the traditional Chinese medicine mm-hmm, concept, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the 10th century, if you go a little further down history, you, you throughout the Golden Age of China. Uh, physician you know they wrote expensively on on the therapy on this therapeutic benefit of the, the colon cleansing procedures and then you keep going on it really and goes forward yes it's never really stopped. Far back. it's been taken from other quite uh, well-known people Actually, in the 14th century there was a, a well-known mm-hmm. English surgeon mm-hmm. called uh, John Arden mm-hmm. and he was considered one of the fathers of surgery Uh, He came to introduce this cleansing method to the public, and he would use it for constipation relief. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then, um, well, our great Louis XIV, (laughs) uh, our French great king, or the sun king, as Mm. he was called, became a very big adept of enema. As a matter of fact, that I'm going to make you laugh now with some <laughs> anecdote. Because they were recorded as uh, Louis the Great, you know, to hold, even to hold meetings yeah. with his advisors, <laughs> or even hanging out with his friends while having is royal flush no way it was it was really well you know uh embraced yeah Uh, even the ladies of the day they would practice enema also so they felt very comfortable around each other just doing this absolutely they'd brag about it i mean you know the ladies of the day would would use enema for their complexion Mm -hmm. we're probably going to share a few things on beauty Uh, yeah 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 yeah. beauty beauty industry so it was really really big back then and uh the 17th century literally became the age of the enema. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was really fashionable in the Parisian society to have as many as three or
0: four enemas a day. A day? <laughs> yes. People tend to do that when they're on cl- uh, cleanses, don't sure. they? So detoxes, sure. yeah.
1: And they were also, you know, learning more about it and they would mm. gain so much benefit. They wanted to push it further. You know, mm-hmm. that's how you learn, I suppose. It's mm-hmm. uh, so, all so about trial and error, I yeah, guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but they, they believed them to be really essential for well-being, that they could really feel the benefits uh, in using it regularly, I suppose, and that people then gain access to it for personal use Mm -hmm. rather than having to go to a doctor Mm -hmm. to get it administered. So it it came in all different makes from like copper to porcelain Mm -hmm. or even mother of pearl and silver. So the aristocrats at the time, you know, they wanted to make sure that people knew they owned a large collection of such instruments. So they would have them displayed on the <laughs> shelves of their sitting rooms,
0: you know, wow. for people to see. So yes. imagine having someone around for dinner and they're just like, what's this? <laughs> how would you explain it's that? Great conversation. But about, they obviously you know, wanted to show uh, it off and they were happy to. Yeah, the wow. latest apparatus. And, so different now. Yeah. People tend to do it behind closed sure, doors. Sure. And, and so that's why I wanted to share that with you to mm. get
1: people to understand how um uh, an easy subject it was back then and then we're going to carry on throughout mm. the years as to see what happened you know when it kind of lost connection with people that's a very definite point in history um so you know it's real growth really of, of enema happened when it became a, a self what we said we call a self-operated system by the mid-18th century, uh, it's in about 1898 that one of the original pieces of equipment actually was first introduced, um, so it would allow the client to receive the treatment in a reclined position okay. and that's when things started to change and how people also along the line started to study it further because they mm-hmm. could see how the body would behave if you'd go to a different position and mm-hmm. the benefits. Uh, And then, you know, uh, another apparatus was introduced where the clients would lie down on their back with the legs at a right angle to the torso and knees also bent. Uh, Many different systems, they were then being introduced Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the years. As you know, they tried to make it an easier and more convenient use for the clients and therapists at Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, At least until the 40s, when colonel therapy equipment they, they were still evolving, you know. They, they had a lot going on there. There was this Austrian physician as well. He made animal into a systemic form of therapy, and he's the one who started to build the apparatus, that as we know it today being colon hydrotherapy, mm-hmm. whether closed or open. Mm. Um, and then hospital and spas in both Europe and America, they were commonly used by doctors, mostly from the 20s mm-hmm. to the 60s. Okay. Yeah, and during the late 19th and early 20th century, um, unfortunately, the use of it, the therapy, and animals, it slowly died away. Why uh, do you
0: think that? Why do you think they... Well, because
1: the medical community kicked in with a mm-hmm. new approach to deal with, um, uh, you know, gut health. So, you know, such as laxatives and mm-hmm. antibiotics mm-hmm. Uh, and other drugs. So they, they were a lot more commercially available and easier yeah. to administer. I see. So, uh, yeah, that happened, and then something great happened eventually with a new person on on the block, which was quite popular at the time, a Dr. Kellogg. Uh, used to have these spas where people would go and have hydrotherapy even you know hot cold mm-hmm. uh, shower and they, they'd use also this cleansing therapy so when he was quite famous you know it reintroduced that to the public um, but you have to wait you know f- later in the 1920s 30s and actually this doctor um, came up with so much record there were so many records about his um, practice and in uh, the American, you know, the Journal of American Medicine, that it would be written that he, he had more than 40,000 cases of gastrointestinal diseases. Wow. And in all but 20 cases, he had used no surgery just know, for, the, for the treatment. Just the animals. Yeah, of gastrointestinal disease in his patients. So mm-hmm. he, he would really cleanse people, he would really use that holistic approach. Um, so, you know, the, by the early 50s, then the, the the therapy was growing again, and so much so that, um, uh, you know, you, you'd have uh, this, this uh, place in the United States, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, the Beverly Boulevard no. in California, <laughs> where that it, get, it got its own known, you know, its own uh, name. They call it Colonic Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people, they, it really gained its respect, and then so much so that... You know, it had, an, it, yeah. was, it, was, um, it had its own streets, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a very notorious district, let's say. But again, unfortunately, towards the mid-60s, so you see it's not far mm-hmm, away now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're coming soon to our era. Uh, again, it, it died slowly, uh, once more. You know, the, the early 70s, most colonic hydrotherapy equipment were actually removed. Really? Uh, yeah, they were all removed back from the hospitals and mm-hmm. nursing homes. In favor of, you know, procedures as, such as colostomies. So yeah, you know, sure. People yeah. who had gastrointestinal issues, they'd go mm-hmm. there surgically. Um, they they'd take one part of your large intestine and they will, you know, get it out through the abdominal wall. So it creates that kind of it's called a stoma. You know, it's like um, it's a, a stoma is the opening in the skin where a pouch okay. is there for collecting yep. feces and mm-hmm. it's attached and. So they would get rid of all these type of therapy to replace it for that. Wow. Uh, To replace with fleet enema. You know, they are ready to use enema with prescriptive laxative and so on. You know, it happened, but eventually, in time, pharmaceuticals, you know, they came along and introduced new forms of treating various health conditions. So, colonic hydrotherapy suffered, but only a temporary setback. Because it seems that we have traveled like a full circle now, and there has been a a real desire from many people to reconnect to a more natural approach to healthcare. Sure, absolutely. And by that, I mean, you know, pharmaceuticals haven't matched the the long term effect of relief. Well, it's just
0: symptoms, really. The pharmaceutical companies Mm -hmm. kind of, I mean, yeah, on different levels, but I think they definitely just treat symptoms that's right and you know, you
1: know they, they, they haven't matched the, the long-term uh, mm-hmm. effect of relief experience you know experienced from uh, hydrotherapy towards complaints such as malabsorption uh, caused by anything from underlying stress yes uh, to constipation bloating even recurrent yeast infection you know anything like dysbiosis you know yes. within your gut microbiome um and you know, intestinal discomforts and so on but and it's great knowing that it has never gone away so people can return to these natural methods when ready to reconnect to their
0: body and feel real improvement take place absolutely. within their body because you do get more in touch with your body when you do start having them regularly right absolutely you, sh- you know you probably see it all the time and hear yes. back all the feedback from your clients that
1: and I'd love change to change their yes, life, you know. I'd love to talk more about yeah. that, you know.
0: Uh, so, what are the benefits the from a colonic? What, how, do, how can it improve your gut health? Does it improve your gut health?
1: Well, first of all, um, yes, they definitely can improve. Uh, I would say, you know, the benefit it, it gives the person, well, it depends where you want to go f- with it because you have a lot of people um, wanting to understand. How, what do you use? What are the differences, and you know, th- there are a couple of systems I like to mention, maybe for people yes, to understand. Yes, yes. So th- you have two types of of colonic system. You've got the what we call the closed system, and the open system. And I think it's important to mention them because they bring uh, support to the guts in different ways. Okay. For better cleanse
0: if you like. Is there one better than the other? Or no. No. Okay. I'll come
1: to that in a second. But that's usually the question. I could imagine I, I you get asked that a lot. I don't any favourites there. I've got both of them for that reason mm-hmm. because they are both needed. Uh, so the the closest it just involves a treatment couch. Literally um, the person lies down and the therapist insert a speculum. So there is a you know, uh, the, the system sits on the cupboard and the water line brings the water in and the waste pipe takes the waste back out. And usually the therapist engages in abdominal massage. Okay. That's the closed system. So you are lying down, okay? And then the open system, it's like a treatment built-in, uh, a basin that is plumbed directly to the sewer system. And the person can self-insert if she prefers to. And, uh, Again, they are reclined, okay? So the benefits of having those two is that they, it gives a person a choice of which system or position best suits them, basically. Uh, also, someone might prefer to be left alone uh, while going through the treatment, while others prefer to the assistance. Of the therapist and the abdominal massage uh, with whilst on the treatment
0: couch. Okay, so you get a massage with the yeah. closed system? Yeah, the yeah. closed system. Yeah. I mean, you
1: can have, I have um, some massage device mm-hmm. for both as well. So it's an infrared um, massage device, so you can really go directly on the tummy, yeah, on the abdomen, and I have a massage. So the people on the open system can use it, but I can also stay with them if they want me to, and I can do that for them. Yeah. Um, but I, So I always recommend people to try them both, purely because they can make their own mind up in which one suits them best. And I find it important to give people the control over their own health and by letting them choose the system they prefer. Sure. And they will know after they, they tried both. Yeah. It's a very powerful step towards carrying on with their own health journey, I found. Mm-hmm. So in terms of improving gut health, that was your question, yeah. then now I can move on to explain more in relation to these two systems. Yeah. You know, they, they, they both activate different muscles to work throughout the cleanse as the open system, remember they are reclined, yeah, on the open, yeah. puts you in a reclined position, whilst the closed system puts you in a lying down position. Therefore, the person will feel their body improving its muscle tone for better release in either case, depending what support their body needs at the time. Mm-hmm. So as an example, um, a constipation scenario can vary from person to person, meaning that one might release better lying down while the other needs to be reclined. Okay. You know, there is no 100% correct way of doing it as everyone present themselves with a different issues which triggered or built up to their constipation. And it could be stress or food related, Dehydration, yeah, uh, or even a long-standing constipation. So I work with constipation relief on both systems. You see, that's why when people ask me, "Oh, what's the best for?" it? Well, I won't, I won't be able to say until you try them. Have because the treatment right. Depending yeah. how your body receives the, mm-hmm. you know, the the, the physical, um, how it engages physically. Yeah. If you like. Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, wow. <laughs> I thought it was it was worth um yeah definitely details definitely and so there's obviously a lot of nervousness around colonics what would you say to someone who is thinking about having one um or and they tend to feel embarrassed or or nervous what would you you say yeah
1: (laughs) i mean i like to say keep in mind the reason why you're thinking of having colonic in the first place uh it has to be health related right yeah. Therefore, I would like to say that you are entering into a self-care state. Uh, that is an incredibly positive attitude towards your own health. It is the beginning of a very empowering journey. But th- that's also okay to be curious about it and explore so you can learn more about your body because sometimes people come in out of desperation, mm-hmm. and quite often, yeah. actually, um, you know, and they, they're going through an incredibly challenging time within their body and life in general, which brings their gut to a standstill state. Now, it is very debilitating for them to lose their gut's ability to function well, and therefore, they reach out. They can feel something is definitely out of whack, and the gut is a department of emotions. Therefore, it feels, and from that very first treatment, they suddenly know what to do next. It, it's quite a profound
0: experience. It's like they say with the the brain and the gut is completely connected. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely <laughs> get to that. But, but I would like to
1: say to you who is thinking of having a colonic, do your research. Just, you know, call a few clinics, read their writing materials on their websites, have a feel on how it is presented and expressed. Talk to the therapist, even. You know, you're allowed, this is your body, you know, you wanna be in control Mm -hmm, of the mm -hmm. choice you're gonna make, and ask them questions and see how they respond. A good therapist will put you at ease and will take the time to answer your questions so you can get the confidence to make the next step yeah i totally and agree, agree
0: with that yeah totally agree absolutely that. how does in general a colonic improve your overall health hmm
1: mm-hmm. i could write a book about it <laughs> just, just, just you should question. write a book
0: <laughs> <laughs> i really do think you should write a book <laughs> well first of all
1: it brings you closer to your health it makes you feel your body at a very intimate level by that, I mean, there's a real sense of self-connection when you start a journey of bowel cleansing. Well, of course, uh, it is an incredibly hydrating therapy. You can go through up to 60 liters of water within a 45 minutes treatment. How
0: many liters? So uh, it's about a bath. Wow.
1: A <laughs> oh. bath, 60 <laughs> liters, 50, 55, mm-hmm. 60 mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, in in the end, your body thanks you for having done that. Uh, Most people who come to the clinic are extremely dehydrated, so it makes them realize how much their bowel can start moving when the hydration kicks in. In many cases, the bowel does not even pass anything for like the first 20 minutes of the treatment because their bowel is so thirsty. Mm -hmm. And this is how clever this organ is, you see. It will drink first before letting go of any waste, because okay. it must dehydrate. It, it must rehydrate. Mm-hmm. You know, it needs to rehydrate. Then, magic happens. You know, the release takes place, and that is an eye opener mm-hmm. for the person having witnessed that in relation to how important water is to their colon health.
0: Would you say someone should come in very hydrated before their treatment? It helps. Yeah. It helps.
1: Okay. So, you know, yes, colonics improves your health because you will get hydrated and hydration is an especially important pillar of your health. Yeah. Uh, this could be an entire subject for another podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. But since you are in the beauty industry, Heli, uh, it would be nice to hear how colonics improves skin's health, right? Yeah, I thought absolutely. of you when I... Kind of, you know. so, Okay, let's... The hydration effects of a colonic brings lubrication to your gut. And what it does, it clears out its waste content, which might possibly be the the cause of a skin breakout, by the way, in the first place. You know, you overload the gut with old matters. It lodged deep within, and it pollutes the body. Hence, skin breakouts you got to see the the skin as uh, another very important detoxifying organ of the body. And when the gut is not able to clear out properly, well, the skin takes over, and this is when one might see a breakout of spots on their face.
0: skin just purges. That's Mm -hmm. right,
1: and other places in their body. So many people pick up on the glow of their skin after having a colonic because of that reason alone you know you go an instant hydration kick yeah Yeah. Like if they do notice, if they do not notice it a colleague or a friend or relative will notice and make it yeah mm-hmm. a lovely
0: comment about how healthy they look it's the same with the eyes as well right don't you my know eye color has yeah. changed mm-hmm. you know i've been having how long how long have i known you now two years maybe yes at least but it's mm-hmm. changed my eye color completely yeah It's instant. Yeah, yeah. So much brighter. So
1: bright. Yeah. It just
0: looks healthy.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that healthy glow. That's it. That's the glow. Mm. And the list is very long. I mean, I'm thinking of, for example, if you want me to share, you know, the overall health improvement, Mm. you're even talking about the bowels reshaping and returning alone, because for the simple fact that you've got a stimulating effect of the water entering and exiting the column. Constantly throughout the treatment, so it, it basically intensifies muscle movement uh, throughout the treatment, and it is quite common after your colonic to feel like you just had abs work. You yeah. Know, workout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you might feel slightly achy for a day or two afterwards yeah. on your abdomen area, yeah. and it's not unheard of. Um, you might, you know, just this muscles movement um, trains your bowel to pass its content more fully in time as well. So the frequent common that I hear from my clients is that their bowel movement feels more complete after they had a colonic, and it also becomes more regular. Sure. Now, you have also the very common you know, alleviation of bloating, that, that's immediate for obvious reason. Mm-hmm. The, the water builds up in the colon, it stimulates the passage of gas, and with a, hel- a little help from a, an abdominal massage, you can get a deeper release too. Mm-hmm you have an immense, immense improvement in mental clarity. And I'll be talking about the vagus nerve retraining for better gut-brain connection. We'll come to that. It's mm-hmm. a fascinating you know, subject that I also teach you guys when you come and see me because it's such um, an important part of our health. I it
0: think it's a nerve that people just forget about. Oh, and
1: so important. Yeah. So we're coming to that. I mean, remember when, when uh, that Taoism was, was mentioned earlier about a colon cleansing and finding inner peace? And uh, here is why mm-hmm. it makes sense that you would find inner peace with a cleanse. You know, the colonic allows you to learn how to reconnect with your gut. As it helps restore the healthy brain gut-brain connection. So that link is fundamental between your gut and your brain, Because, you know, it gets rebuilt throughout the colonic um, as the water constantly flows in the bowel, triggering its waste evacuation. Therefore, both the brain and the gut pick up on this very important neural pathway. We're talking about neurological Mm -hmm. behavior here. Mm -hmm. And it learns and it remembers. Uh, So it can recreate it over and over again until it is back to a healthy mechanism again. Yeah. Now, this link I'm talking about is about the vagus nerve I mentioned earlier, and its role to a psychological behavior. Now, the, you know you had a nervous sheet when you were you know, in your spinal cord, literally you've got that spine, this uh, nervous sheet that got divided into two mm-hmm. when you were growing in, your, in the womb. One was going up, so your, your central nervous system, your brain, and one was going down to hit your gut, you know, the enteric nervous system. So that created that link, okay, Okay. the vagus nerve. And this link give us the ability to choose how and what we feel when faced with different life events, if you like. So where we are, I don't know, like angry or hurt, happy, stressed out, Mm -hmm. this nerve has the ability to pass these emotions onto our brain, okay? So in fact, it just can't wait to let our brain know about our emotions. Our brain then reacts by promoting a relevant mood, depending on what comes to the brain. But how these emotions are being dealt with seems to be the fascinating aspect of these mechanisms, as everyone might deal with them in a different way. I mean, we are, after all, our own person, right, with our own beliefs and thoughts. Uh, Giving us the ability to make our own choice in life, we we all think differently, we all perceive stresses differently. So, our gut is very much linked to our emotion, as well as being a creature of habits. Therefore, it needs support to snap out of this repeti- repetitive pattern, mm. uh, or else it, it, it just it wreaks havoc to our overall health. And throughout the treatment, I really educate the person on how to engage with their bowel, uh, you know, teaching them methods to incorporate into their daily life. It gives them an understanding about the vagus nerve role within their mental health and regain control of their body. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like diaphragm breathing, uh, like visualization, massage technique uh, along the treatment, it, it can really help them we, make yeah. a, a real difference in, in their body's responses to stress when they leave the clinic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the inner peace is indeed uh, very well understood because of that hydration, because of that calming down mm-hmm. the, the vagus nerve so the nervous system doesn't freak out, yeah. you know, it, it, it calms it down. Uh, the breathing is, is one of the most important way to calm down the vagus nerve as well. And we we get to breathe, we get to have about 10 to 20 breaths you know per, per minute yeah us human beings. but a lot of
0: people aren't breathing properly exactly you know we don't breathe yeah. through our through our diaphragms we just yeah. have a very shallow breath normally that's but right. i totally agree with you yeah. you know breathing is so important and ca- and just calming yourself down as well
1: and that's what you get to do by uh, using this breathing technique you mm-hmm. know you, you you get to bring those 10 to 20 breathing per minute to down to six mm-hmm. breathing per minute. So mm-hmm. it's a, a, a game-changer. Wow. It really resets, if you like, that nervous system that's linked to the gut I was talking about. And then you're talking about inner peace. Yeah. You're talking about calming the system. Mm-hmm. So you switch from an alert behavior, you know, the fight and flight that yeah. we hear so often, yeah. to the, oh, rest calm. and digest, mm-hmm. calm, and then you can really uh, engage your digestive system. Yeah.
0: And think more clearly as well, right? So yeah. Mm. How would someone expect to feel after a treatment? Is fasting necessary as well beforehand?
1: Well, uh, well, yeah, it's better to avoid Mm -hmm. food and drink, you know, except water, for a couple of hours before your treatment. But if you feel like fasting, yes, please do. Okay. Um, It's it's all about the amount of commitment you're willing to make towards this type of therapy, really. That will define what you want to do to prepare for it. Um, what is the thought behind having your first colonic? That will make you engage as much as or as little as you want for long-term result. I mean, that that is the question you might need to ask yourself before having your first colonic. Mm. And you know, in terms of how would someone expect to feel? Again, it, it's a very individual experience, you know, because. I mean, therefore, from clinical experiences, I would say m- most feedbacks come back as an immediate sense of mental clarity, um, normal bloating, normal tummy pain, uh, feeling fatigued, or the complete opposite with a sense of buzzing, as yeah. uh, it's often described. Mm-hmm. But it truly really is an individual response. Yeah. You know, so um, you'd have to have one to, to truly
0: <laughs> to uh, know. Let you know. yeah to know. Absolutely, and um, so. Any myths around colonics that you've come across over the years? Any any speculations around that it strips the gut, the good bacteria in the gut? Do you hear this often? Do you? Yes. See it all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
1: Yes, of course. You'll get rid some. You you will get rid of some of your bacterias. You know, but the ones being flushed out are mostly weak or already dead uh, hanging around in your colon when they should be out of your body, really. So, in other words, the water helps taking those out instead of getting their decaying byproducts spreading in the gut. I mean, who wants that, you know? mm-hmm. So, better out than in. But yes, you would flush some out, of course. It's yeah. not a myth, it's real. Um, but the, strong, the thing about the bacteria is the strong ones will stay attached very firmly onto the gut wall. Anyway, because they're strong, they're healthy, so they want to stay there. Uh, exactly, <laughs> and these are the ones you need for for a healthy gut. Ultimately, mm-hmm. you would need an excessive number of colonies to compromise your gut's microbiome. Okay. You know, the microbiome is your gut's commu- your, your bacteria's community, mm-hmm. the yeast, the fungi, is the bacteria. You know, there, there's all lot of microorganisms mm-hmm. in there. Uh, so the idea is to keep the friendly bacteria after you had the colonics stronger and healthier. Okay. So I'd say taking probiotics and prebiotics after your treatment is always a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you use foods or supplements, they would appreciate the help. And that is a good preventive way to keep your gut microbiome alert and healthy. I mean, don't forget that your microbiome is the center of your health. As It holds pretty much about 80% of your immune
0: system. Um, so, wow. Yeah to take care of those guys wow i mean we'll touch on the pro and prebiotics in a bit but um how often should someone really be getting a a colonic or having an enema
1: it depends on everyone Uh, the frequency and number of treatments can only be suggested based on the first treatment's assessment i'd say so even though my approach is case by case Uh, Therefore, I would assess you by your feedback on the whole experience first, and then all would depend from the result of your cleanse and how uplifted or tired you might feel at the end of it. I would ask you to come back within the next few days or few weeks. Then when you come back for your second treatment, you will share more feedback with uh, me uh, about any changes you noticed about your body and its behavior, because you will. You know, people come back and they're all excited to tell me all about what they've gone through. And so it also makes me decide where to go next and together as well, you know, we we make always a a good plan of attack. So after the second treatment, we can both agree on what to to do next in terms of, uh, you know, regularity and lifestyle habits to incorporate in between the Mm -hmm. treatments. So, you know, colonic hydrotherapy is about bringing awareness to your gut and how much impact it has on your overall body. Mm -hmm. Therefore, people don't truly know how it's going to affect them until they have one. And I can only support them throughout this journey because it is an individual journey. Once they recognize the positive effects it has on their health, and it has alleviated the issues in the long term, and it could be, I don't know, uh, it could take one treatment or it could take a few of them. Then one scolo- one colonic a month is a good pattern to have in terms of preventative care or managing the issues until it's
0: fixed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Would enemas be something you would recommend they do at home in between treatments, or would it be something that they just have the course of use that could you do the treatments?
1: Oh no, yes, of course. I'd I'd encourage. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can be Mm -hmm. self-administered using uh, disposable plastic equipment or reached enema kits. My recommendation is to have a few uh, enemas given by a colon therapist first, though, so that you can be taught properly. Mm -hmm. And uh, it will give you the confidence to do it alone at home.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. So people know how to do it properly because... You know, watching a YouTube tutorial video (laughs) isn't the same. Yeah, and
1: and a therapist can give you real good tips from Mm -hmm. their personal and clinical experiences that they gained over Mm -hmm. the years. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always so much you can really gain to go personally, you know, um, to a a therapist. And the the idea really is for you to have a comfortable and enjoyable treatment so you can incorporate it into your lifestyle for preventative measures. Mm -hmm. So, yes, YouTube, great, but not always... For yeah, kind totally kind of agree. therapies, it can get really <laughs> messy,
0: and you never want to do it again. <laughs> which is try. not what I want the people, you know. So no, go and see someone. You want them to be educated. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. So they can get the you know the, the most support. out of the treatment as well. Yeah. You know when they do do it. And the confidence. Yeah. to keep going. Yeah, mm. exactly. Um. So are clinics helpful for conditions such as, you know, such as candida, leaky gut, IBS.
1: Irritable bowel syndrome, mm,
0: which seems to be the one that everyone has at the moment, right? What do you mean at the moment? <laughs> well, for the last yeah. ten years, maybe. Yeah, double
1: that. And that's my whole story. You know, uh-huh. that's how it, it mm-hmm. really came about.
0: Do you want to touch on that a little bit? Or? Um,
1: maybe later.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe later. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, you don't know until you change many, many bad habits know to fix your IBS so you don't know until you actually touch rock bottom and you mm-hmm. went through colonics, mm-hmm. so you can tackle the irritable bowel syndrome that's the ironic thing about that Yeah. Um, but uh, now my, my story is like everybody else's story you know I um, reached out out of desperation well not everybody I know everybody don't do it but don't do it that way but um, you got to that point yeah then, I you? did yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes, indeed, it helped me. But, th- yes, Colony, they, they, they definitely can be a great platform to keep the individuals at least, I would say, focused towards mm-hmm. their, you know, health improvements. Now, that's certainly what happened to me, you know, talking about that. Yeah. I kept going because I could feel that it was making a difference. A difference,
0: yeah. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I
1: hated it. Oh, my God. But my you went
0: through it and now yes, you're thriving, yes. you know? So,
1: you, you kind of you know there is something that's a very good platform to kind of keep you going and getting better and uh, because the colonics give you an immediate relief from these conditions like symptoms and alleviate like, I don't know, for example, sugar craving from Candida Mm -hmm. uh, or trapped gas from the constant food reaction with a leaky gut, for instance, or even long-standing constipation issue from IBS. Um, and it gives individuals a real sensation of emptiness and well-being yeah. within their gut, which for some did not had in an exceptionally long time. Uh, and again, it would be my situation, you know, I had such a relief. I thought, oh my God, this, this was it because mm-hmm. my use of laxative was up the roof, you mm-hmm. know, and I mm-hmm. knew they were just, they caused so much damage to my gut. Mm. It would just simply not move anymore. It mm-hmm. was just completely frozen. So when i had that colonic i knew that's what did it i knew with no doubt yeah it, yeah. it completely changed you know it changed my gut's behavior yeah um so you know the idea is to, to keep working on what lifestyle habits the individual uh can improve while you know um using colonic hydrotherapy so they can manage or eliminate those symptoms in the future yeah because you know people forgot how it felt to feel so good and empty and complete, you know, after they passed their bowel. They, they did because uh, it, it, they just had these symptoms for so long. And so the impact of the colony can be quite powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the gods, again, you know, remember, is, 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 an, is an organ of emotion. So it does remember, it feels, yes,
0: uh,
1: and it appreciates the yeah. help. So it's, it's uh, yeah, it definitely is a good help for, for these type of conditions, and I see it on a daily basis anyway. So yeah,
0: let's touch back on the pro and prebiotics. Are they beneficial? Should they be used? Should someone be using them after a treatment or before or always? So
1: okay, um, they are very important for. A couple of reasons I'm going to mention. So the, the probiotics. First of all, let's let's touch on a difference. You know that people understand what they are. Okay. So you got the probiotics, which are that it's another word for friendly bacteria. Okay. And you can find them in tablets or liquid forms. Uh, in in other words, a type of supplementation to what we already manufacture within our guts. Right. You you make your probiotics and they are used to rebalance your bacteria's ratio within your gut. You know, the, the good versus the bad bacteria, right? And I believe probiotics to be important, yes, for gut's health, um, and they should be used regularly for preventative care as our modern living can jeopardize their behavior and cause them to become depleted. So, you know, whether you have colonic or not, You should definitely go on courses of probiotic a couple of times a year maybe. Okay. Um, Once your bacteria's ratio is out of balance, that's when you give room for disease to develop on both physical and psychological level. There is a real pH change that takes place within the gut. You know, when the bacteria's ratio is compromised too much and for too long, <laughs> yeah. so, therefore, it creates the optimum terrain for disease to start terrain, terrain. <laughs> so I'm French. Forgive <laughs> me. Terrain,
0: ter- I think. You said terrain. Yeah. yeah, was, was yeah. <laughs>
1: and then, you've got the prebiotics, and these are essential fibers, okay, that needs, um, that feed, sorry, your, your probiotics, your bacteria, right. yeah, and they are found in foods such as the list is long. You got chicory roots. You got uh, you know, take a pen and a pad. Everybody, <laughs> red onions, garlic, uh, anything like flax seeds, even cocoa. You know the, the uh, cacao beans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything like aloe vera, porridge. You know oats. That's okay. so good to have porridge in the winter time. You can you can have that. Uh, fruits such as apple, bananas, watermelons, grapefruit, and you know vegetables like asparagus, leeks. Specifical, the uh, specific artichoke, Jerusalem mm-hmm, artichoke, mm-hmm. and specifically fermented food. You know, probiotics mm-hmm. are, are important. Uh, so your
0: kimchi, your sauerkraut. Yeah, the,
1: exactly. sakra apple cider vinegar. You yeah. got the kefir, kombucha, kimchi, tempeh, miso, even pickled. You know, anything yeah. pickled. Pickled beetroot. Yeah, the
0: so pi- great for those vegans out there. Who exactly. need to get yeah. their fermented veggie.
1: So the the prebiotics are extremely important within this cycle of keeping a a good equilibrium within the gut. So make sure you get a good diversity of them into your food regime, Mm -hmm. yeah. So again, you don't need to go for colonics to think of that, it should be automatic. I mean, a good uh, maintenance protocol is, you know, 10 billions of, of, you know, uh, multi-strands, I like I like to say, bacteria, you know, probiotics. Yeah. Mm. 10 billions the minimum for, for pure maintenance of mm. your gut mm. microbiome. Uh, anything more than you might work on a more therapeutic level. Yeah. Um, is
0: there any brands you recommend that you work with? That yeah, I mean, I've, I've been
1: working with a couple of um, companies. I, I'm not sure that I should be advertising them, though. I mean, I don't really... Uh, yeah, okay.
0: Up to you. <laughs> well, I, you know,
1: people probably know them anyway. Yeah. There is a, a bio one, which is fantastic because you can mm-hmm. travel around with them. They don't need to be refrigerated. Yeah. Uh, I'd be cautious with those because it means they're not as strong as they, you know, cracked up to be. You know, if okay. you're going to keep taking care of you want something, you know, that's going to go through your stomach sure. acid. and.
0: So liquid form and
1: liquid know. form is still okay you can mm. use them but do not travel with them so there's one I like to recommend it's called Simproof mm. and um, they really go as deep as uh, working on, on very inflammatory bowel disease okay. and You're talking about the Crohn's you're talking about the ulcerative colitis They, they, do, these guys are doing great and it's a um, different to the biocool because biocult is grown the bacteria is grown on, on dairies. Okay. While the Simprove, the the, the bacteria are grown on plants. So they're very f- vegan friendly. Okay. So I have to have those two brands yeah. for that reason. Yeah. But it's a pain with Simprove because you can't quite travel. They come in big bottles. Yeah. <sighs> mm. You know. So but yeah. they they're both amazing brands. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, I'd recommend definitely.
0: So for everyone listening, do you have any tips that you would you know, to help, to advise, to help with overall health and well-being, anything you'd recommend that they can go away and maybe do? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I have seven. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Because it's my lucky number. (laughs) Is it really?
1: (laughs) Yes. And, you know, this tip for self-care and a preventative way of taking care of yourself. You ready? I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, nothing that you haven't heard before, hey, but... Basically keep hydrated mm. practice conscious eating and nutritional supplements intake you know explore move your body that makes you sweat a bit every day relax or learn how to sleep well. Uh, my sixth one is a very important one <laughs> because it's very related around the gut um, keep healthy boundaries.
0: Mm-hmm
1: and be kind to yourself and to others
0: I like those I really like those simple but effective yeah it's always the simple things (laughs) it really is always simple things is there any routines or practices that you follow that you found have helped you on your journey yes
1: all of the above (laughs) (laughs) I also found having a a few good stretches and yawns Mm -hmm. when I wake up in the morning to be empowering so I kept that one going I used to jump out of bed, you know, when I was less attuned mm-hmm. to my body. When you take the time to stretch, you know, first thing in the morning, you help your body fluids to move around as it got pretty static, uh, lying down for hours mm-hmm. while you sleep. So you start the joint lubrication process for once and also kick the lymphatic system mechanism. Your lymphatic system is a detoxifying route that your body also uses to flush out its residues built up overnight. So it's also a good habit to connect your mind to your body every morning Mm -hmm. as to communicate that you are waking up so your body accepts it better. Mm -hmm. Then you're ready to get up and get on with your day with a good energy. Then I splash my face with Mm -hmm. cold water (laughs) and I drink a glass of water. Um, Then I sit down, Mm -hmm. take a few moments to tune in to my feelings and acknowledge what's going on in my inner world, you know, mm-hmm. the mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. Then I send out good vibes to the outside world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I wish my loved ones well. I Might use a few Qi gong moves <laughs> while <laughs> tuning what's in. What's gong? <laughs> it's a martial arts. Okay, use, okay. Uh, uses your body energy mm-hmm. to reset the she, you know, mm-hmm. all these very like important Like your chakras? Yeah, like you balance, can go there as yeah? well, okay. yeah, you balance it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's my morning routine, uh, let's say, then anything in between are the other tips I mentioned above. Mm-hmm. I like to get my exercise first thing in the morning. It just works for me. And then I can start the day on mm-hmm. a fairly good basis. Yeah. Routines are also there to be broken, you know, now and again, but always have a base that works for you so you can go back to it when you lost your way because it happens. It
0: happens. We all fall off the... Yeah tracks. Life has a
1: funny way to test your boundaries. So when you learn about yourself and uh, what keeps you grounded, hence a healthy routine, then you have the tools necessary to take on what's Mm -hmm. thrown at you, or at least you are able to go better toward a a challenging situation. We need routines in life, you know, and they are important to keep us sane. They give us a sense of direction, uh, they are self fulfilling on a soul level, I'd like to say, and it gives us a, a purpose. And by having a purpose, it kind of makes your heart vibrate, right? Yeah,
0: it makes your heart fall almost. Like you feel I don't know the right words to, to use, but you just feel a sense of being and that's called living. Living. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Very deep stuff.
1: <laughs> what time are you going to listen to this? I'm sorry, guys. Uh,
0: no, but I, I love that you on like and I love that you touched on the <laughs> lymphatic system actually, because it's, mm. a, it's a system that's not really spo- you know spoken mm. about or touched on. But that's a whole different podcast. Um yes. Just yes. to round things up, I've got a few um, questions to ask you that you could just answer with one-worded yes. answers. Okay. <laughs> so the most common myth about colonics is.
1: All oh, my bacteria is going to be flushed Yeah, out. I thought you were going to
0: say that. <laughs> One thing everyone should do daily.
1: <laughs> One thing that somebody should be doing daily. Love.
0: Mm. I like that a lot. An item you can't live without.
1: An item, oh mm. boy. God, you really put me on the spot. Can
0: you think? Go with
1: your gut, Edwish. Go with your gut. My, uh, actually, you know what? Mm. I left it in Mallorca. I've got my little wooden necklace. Was
0: that with a little we, the aromatherapy? Yes, right? yes and I left those. it there. I
1: forgot it, <laughs> but I always have it with yeah. me. And Does you know it, why? We're not having it on? Yeah, I love why it. Why do you
0: love that necklace? Well,
1: because you know, you kind of breathe mm. onto it very regularly throughout mm. the day and, you know, it's, I mean, I'm a huge essential oil fan, you know, I do also use yeah, essential oil therapy within area, my yeah. practice and uh, you can top it up with whatever oil you feel like having during the day so it kind of brings you a smile to your face <laughs> and it's very therapeutic, mm-hmm. it could be, you know, a relaxing essential oil, a boosting type of essential oil, whatever you're in the mood for it. I missed it, the past two weeks because mm-hmm. I, I always have it with me so yeah in my situation <laughs> I, I would say the item that we should all have and keep close to us is something that keeps us grounded mm-hmm. that's that's what mm-hmm. i'm trying to get yeah, at yeah yeah i mean i'm okay i'm not yeah, you know no. <laughs> dying because i don't have it but i i felt that but missed you it. felt it's yeah. My little yeah Something Comfort yeah. blanket. Blank, exactly, you know? yeah. yeah, comfort yeah. blanket, yeah. exactly. It's we all okay. have that little something.
0: Yeah, yeah I totally agree. Um, any <laughs> books you'd recommend someone should read? Anything you've read recently or seen that you've read, you've read online or just something that you thought, oh, okay. I've
1: oh got so many mm. in my head right now. Um, blah, just blah, blah, one that comes to, to mind. I and mean, there is one... Uh, don't ask me the name of the <laughs> author, though. but it's uh, the mindfulness book, uh, mm. Mindfulness Practice. Okay. I can get back to you on the actual... I'll write it down in the show yes. notes so everyone knows Please. which book you... It, it's a green mm. book. Well, green... <laughs> re- great. I'm really not so good at remembering That's names. That's why we're but but in the show notes for you guys. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a very um, rounded approach to holistic health. hmm so I think you know you have everything included, spectrum, yeah methods can tools yeah, yeah yeah little tricks that you can use okay. to keep that awareness going uh, yeah. so yes yeah, yeah. so I will you will put the yeah. the proper title and, and offer. Yeah, absolutely yeah.
0: so this's been so much fun super informative I know people are going to learn so much from this where can mm. people find you
1: right so uh, you can go to my website mm-hmm. uh, www the number four yeah digit four balance and great right. that's it well, I'll
0: put that in the show notes as well so thank you so much well, you're very thank welcome you. it was uh, such a
1: pleasure thanks for having me here. thank you <laughs>